Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru at Strange Brew Coffeehouse or here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little odd, Robbie, if Brupolo was in scuba. Yes, it would. You know who would like that, though? Our friend Jenny Buddy. Cody. Buddy yes, Stevens would. would like it, too. Yeah, I, I've been I through could, scuba 100,000 times. Yeah. I usually go to just about every home game there. Yeah. It would be weird if they had a, a nice strange brew coffee house. Bruba. 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 Scuba. Yeah. Bruba. They could, they could create a new kind of boba and call it Bruba. I'm down with that. They do have the Junction there, which yeah. has some really good chicken tenders. Um, and I know chicken tenders. Nobody knows chicken tenders. You so are, maybe you could connect the junction with a Bruba. You are the Ken Jennings of chicken tenders. Yes. You know it all. Yes. If, if that was a Jeopardy category, you're slamming through it. That's I right. So. I made chicken tenders yesterday with my fried chicken. I, I'm really, really upset good. I didn't get those. My, my chicken? Yeah, I, I want to try yours. I'm, next time I make fried chicken, I'll make enough for everybody. I'm, I mean, I don't want everybody. I want it to be me and you. Okay, we can make that happen. Oh, yeah, gosh. don't. we don't need to be inviting people. No, no, this. you're right. You're right. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. The more, Man. the more, the merrier. And by some, the more, by the more, I you mean the more chicken. chicken. Yes, right. I had that and some cheese grits. Ooh, some yeast rolls. Oh, just out of the bag. I didn't bake them or anything, but I had little sister um, Schubert's, and then I just took it. What I did, I just took a stick of butter and just I, I picked them up, and it was like I was using it like a. Well, marker. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, just just that's how you're supposed to do. Soaked in butter. I had a Mississippi, uh, the Mississippi River biscuit yesterday from Restaurant Tyler. What is that? Wait, you oh, never had this? Never had the Mississippi River. Oh, Mist- buddy. Do tell. Oh, buddy. Poor Strangebury. We're just ro- rolling all over them here. Here's a biscuit. Okay. Now you got, you're got off to a fantastic start. That has fried chicken on top of it. Very good. And gravy. Ooh. And cheese. Ah. There is egg on there. So we, that, we, we, that can might, get, we can get around. Can, we'll figure that out. It's not that much egg. Yeah. And grits on the side. Oh, my God. On top of this biscuit huh? is strips of bacon. I cannot believe you've never had this. Well, guess the next what? time you go, to, next time you go to restaurant Tyler, you've got to get it. Is that all day? It's got to be just a brunch. <laughs> it's, thing. it's brunch, probably. All right, I'll get out to brunch. But you've got to do it. Uh, yeah, that, that's. I mean, they might as well call that the Brian Haydad biscuit, oh, buddy. I, I could. I, you know, I told you I was kind of dealing with a little infection, yeah, yeah. sickness. So I wasn't you were down with the sickness. Yeah. So oh, wow. I couldn't eat it all. That was terrible. I couldn't eat it all yesterday morning because I I just didn't have the appetite. But I saved it for dinner. So I, it took me two meals to eat it. I had a big wad of phlegm there. I couldn't get get past. I was trying to do the uh, ooh wah disturbed. Yeah, that's fine. By the way, oh, we'll get to this in a second because we got the Strange Brew Coffee House. Yes. 
you know look, what to do. Look, it's our show. There's you know sometimes we can vamp a little bit. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I, got, I, want, I want to ask you about something, though, that's related. To, to, I'm going to tie it all together in just a minute. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise you can't find just anywhere else. Only College Corner has the biggest and best selection in central Mississippi. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. It is wing, wing. I'm sorry, it's Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday at Humble Taco. But every day it's kind of Taco Tuesday there because they have the best tacos in town. And they're tacos you cannot get anywhere else. Everywhere else, yeah, they might have the carne asada and they might have the carnitas. And look, good stuff. If you enjoy it, it's great. But when you want something different, something you can't get anywhere else, when you want Mississippi fare, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots, you want to go to Humble Taco. They've got the best in town. Handmade tortillas, fresh ingredients. When Ty Timms is doing the cooking, you know it's always a good result. Check them out at Humble Taco. Firehouse Subs, that's the place to go to lunch. I found out so to, to know today, when we had, we're going to talk about this in just a minute, we had press conference with Chris Chans and, and um, Sam Purcell. Steph was late for, 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 for Jans, like two or three minutes late. He said, why? It's like, why are you late? Oh, I got stuck in the drive-thru at Jimmy John's. Well, let me tell you what you uh, should have done, Steph, if you're listening. You should have placed your order online with this Firehouse Subs app. It would have been ready when you got there. Then you could have eaten and not been in a rush. And your sandwich would be hot. Your sandwich would be hot, and you wouldn't have been late to work. All of those things because you made the wrong sandwich decision. Rookie mistake. We're yeah. trying to teach him the right things to do. He needs to follow with. our example a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Oh, I mean, look at us. <laughs> we know how to eat. Yeah, we do. It's, probably, it's quite obvious, in my, and especially in my case. My case. <laughs> my case. So, <laughs> Massimo. <laughs> did, did you hear me say oh, Friday, on, on Saturday, I was like, they got to make it where the PA announcer, when he kicks... It's a good, <laughs> and we're gonna have a we're gonna have. A, Can we get Anthony Craven on that, please? We're gonna have a gimmick for every special teams player. Yeah, and I I, I mentioned Board Town needs a deal because they got this Mediterranean yeah. Greek kind of thing with George Georgiopoulos. With Georgiopoulos. Yeah, you know, and then Massimo mm-hmm. taste or something. Let's yeah, get yeah. you get you get pasta half off. Yeah, if he hits, you know, exactly. three field goals exactly. I mean, these these special teamers, man. they they got a lot of of NIL potential. That's right. All right. Firehouse subs. Starville, Oxford, Columbus, Tupelo, Floyd, Madison. Real quick. You told me something I found incredibly interesting the other day. Mm -hmm. That Danny P. Smith, our friend and the sports editor for the Starville Daily News, is a drummer. Yes. Okay. He plays the drums. Now, have you seen this video of the the, the drumming grandma? Yes, I've seen her many Doing times. Doing the Down with the Sickness? Yes. We need Danny P to do Down with the Sickness. I'm interested to, to see I his I want to see his rock chops. I've never seen Danny play drums. I play drums too, but I haven't in quite some time. We should just go to this time. church where he plays drums. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I play drums as well, <laughs> but I, I, I can't. Like the Neil Peart hat. Yes. Just play YYZ. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to see Danny's style. <laughs> like, if, he, if he's like a, sure enough, like... Just solid. Yeah. like I, th- I see him as, I forget the guy's name, the guy from ACDC, just solid. Not a lot of yeah. fills, just, he's just the backbeat of that. Slade, man. Just, is it Slade? Something Slade? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a, yeah. Right. But Danny, Danny wouldn't have the cigarette hanging out with like the two inch. <laughs> no. God, no. That, that, guy, that guy would just like have that cigarette and the ash would be like he's two like, inches hold long. Holding on for dear life. Yes. All right. <laughs> like Joe Dirt, whenever he had the, the ash was just like that yes. long. He yes. was sitting at the. 
So we're going to talk about the press conference we went to earlier today, Chris Chans and Sam Purcell. Just a little basketball talk here. Um, then we got a couple. We got one game on the countdown to talk about. Hmm. And then, but before, we'll start off, I guess I should say, I want to talk about Will Rogers today. One of the most hyped seasons coming up, probably probably since Dak Prescott's senior year mm-hmm. for Will Rogers. Already holds every potential se- single-season passing record. And will be going for all of the career marks this year. Should, if I, if I did the math right, should beat the career passing yardage this year, at late in the season. Uh, and, and then everything else will fall along with it. Uh, for him, I've said before, I think he's a 5,000 yard passer in 2022. Um, that's not a huge number for him to get in terms of improvement from a season ago. But that's a huge number. <laughs> it's a huge number, though, yeah. Especially, I mean, it really is hard to believe that going into last season, 3,793 was the number mm-hmm. for single season passing yards. And now we're talking about stretching it to 5,000. And you were asking. Can he throw for thirty five hundred? I think weren't you or were, did you say four thousand? I think it was four. Was it four? Because yeah. I think I said like thirty eight. Yeah, and there were a lot of people said no. They don't. They don't think you can do it. And yeah. then he threw for forty seven hundred plus. So let's talk about this season. I say five thousand, but I mean that's just one stat, right? Obviously, we got to look. You know, can he complete seventy four percent of his passes again? Can he maintain that four to one touchdown interception ratio? What, what's the ceiling for Will Rogers in twenty twenty three twenty two for you? From a statistical, just just make, from that, and just from a, a you know, how good a quarterback can he be? You know, there's been a, there's been some talk on message boards like some people are maybe I think they're projecting. I think they're a little overly you know optimistic, but possibly that he could play well enough this year that he decides it's time to move on and go to the NFL and draft. Is that a possibility in your mind? Yeah, you know I've seen that a lot. Um, I I don't see it, not as an early entry guy. Uh, from a you know just from you know the talent standpoint, I don't know if the NFL is going to be like head over heels for Will Rogers this year. But I do think that he is a guy that will make an NFL roster. I think he's going to be an NFL player for how long I don't know. But I think just the the mindset that he has, the decision making, the you know the ability to to learn an offense the way that he does and really soak it in. I think that's going to resonate with a lot of NFL GMs and and coaches out there. I think they're going to love that kid when they get him in the film room a little bit. Like you know, if he did like a, a film study with John Gruden, who will probably not be doing any film studies on ESPN anytime soon. No, those his film studies will be on OAN. Yeah, probably so. Um, him and Mike Gundy will have a film oh, session. Man. Um, I, you know, I, I I think that if he got in a room with a, with a coach and they sat there and watched, I think they would fall in love with the kid because he is a he's a film room junkie. He's a he's a a guy that you know. I mean, it's just it's kind of cliche, but you know, he's bringing his he's bringing his hard hat to work every single day. You're going to get the same thing from him every day at practice. He's a leader, so he does have a, a lot of intangibles that you just cannot find. Um, you know, year after year, and I think that's going to play into his favor. I think that he's that he is here again next year, but would be interesting to see what happens if he's not. I mean, I think you know that would be that be good news for Sawyer Robertson because as of right now, I just I do not know if he's going to be able to beat Will out. Don't, don't, don't say it. I'm not going to say he's transferring. Oh my God! No, I'm not going to say that. Now that guy's going to say something else to us. Uh, he, he will. Um. 
But yeah, I mean, I think that I think that the ceiling can be very high from a statistical standpoint for him. I think he's going to have a big year. I think that um, you know, anytime that you have a guy that has been in a system like this for three years, you can expect that that guy's going to be able to put up a lot of production. And this this offense is very friendly to those quarterbacks. Uh, but I, you know, I think this could be the best season that uh, Mississippi State quarterback has had from a passing standpoint. One thing that I've been seeing coming out of the practice reports, and, and we've always talked about arm strength with him and, and the deep ball, but Paul keeps saying that he's been able to get the ball into tighter windows. I think that's even more important than being able to throw it 60 yards down the field, mm-hmm. is that when you have those intermediate routes where there's a safety on one side and a linebacker on another, and you've got to fit that ball in there to get that 12 to 15-yard gain, that's that's very important. If he's improved that aspect of his game, because I thought last year there were a lot of opportunities where it felt like he was afraid to take that chance. Maybe he didn't even trust his arm. If he feels like he's got that kind of trust in his arm, I think that's what's going to lead him to be better statistically this year. Yeah, and I think people put way too much into the arm. I do too. Know, throwing it, throwing it fifty yards down the field. I mean, that's this offense isn't designed to have a ton of those plays, those, those chunk yardage plays. It's a it's an offense that, especially when they're playing the defense that they do, it's an offense that's just going to, you know, paper cut you to death against that defense, and uh, you hope to have some big plays open up or you finish in the red zone. So if you're going to see that kind of defense, you're going to see that, that drop eight defense, you need a quarterback that's going to complete passes down the field for first downs is moving the football, and I think that's what Will Rogers is going to do. I think he's going to consistently move the chains. He's going to complete 70-plus percent um, passing, which is an incredible number when you when you look at that, um, even if a lot of these passes are, you know, 10 yards. Um, and I, I think that, you know, I feel like Will Rogers, is he gets the, the Nick Fitzgerald treatment. You know, he's – there, there's okay. there are some things that he's limited at, but he's very very good in this system, um, and he's well. You, you know, you, you see a lot of people complaining about he doesn't run enough. And after we just spent three years with Nick Fitzgerald saying throw the ball, right? And that tells me I feel like you know people are never going to be happy. Uh, I think I you agree. know the that, the, the one story. quarterback that I feel like people were always happy with was Dak, mm-hmm. and you know it goes back. Back in time, it goes back years and years. the The starting quarterback is is has a microscope on him, and any mistake he 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 makes, this is why I think that they should be playing so and so. You know, th- we need it's time to give somebody else a chance. It's always the the backups that are the most talented guys, and uh, you know we've you and I both we watched the scrimmage the other day. I've I've seen a few practices as well. Will Rogers is the guy. Will Rogers is the best quarterback at this time for Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, you know, when you look at the numbers last year, it's hard for me to look at Will and say, this guy's just not getting it done. You know, it's it's very difficult to look at those numbers and, and be upset about what he's done. Mm-hmm. And there's, I mean, how many games did he, did his play lose the game for Mississippi State last year? I mean, they lost to Arkansas, and that was one of his best one games. One of his better games. Um, obviously, I mean, Alabama, Memphis? you can't really say. Memphis, no. No, they, really they lost the game fault. because of poor special teams. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, they could have won that game. Yeah. Um, um, you know, they didn't Ole, finish Ole a couple Miss, drives. He, he had his worst game against Ole Miss, 
but he was obviously besieged by drops. And also, it was raining. That's not well, a good not other, a good the other thing element for is, Mississippi State. That gets me is that state made Ole Miss basically gave away the running game. They were like, "You can run on us," because they were splitting Sam Williams out so wide to let him just feast on Scott Lashley. And state never made that. And part of that might be Will. You know, Will has to be able to come to the line and say, "There's a six foot hole between the nose guard and the defensive end. I should probably send somebody up the middle here." Yeah, but. Ole Miss, and then you know the, the the bowl game was just a disaster for everybody. There's I don't know who who to blame in that one. Hey, if you want to put the blame on Will Rogers, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop you. He didn't play well in that game for sure. So we're talking one one, one game, a couple games at the end of the year. So I mean, what he do we? Played, he played some of his best football against Memphis. He threw for a ton of yards against Memphis. He threw for a ton of yards against Arkansas. So yeah, and we talked about that early last year. I mean, I just feel like the weight of the world is on this kid's shoulders. And and that's, that's called, life. It's because it's an air raid system. And well, that's, and know. that's life in the in the SEC too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the starting quarterback is the face of the program, and really, that's that's most places in football. The starting quarterback is going to be the most heavily criticized guy, the most watched player on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's got you know a bullseye right on his chest. So I, I guess I can understand that too. But I just you know I think Will Rogers is a lot better than people give him credit for, and I think you're going. It's just like Nick Fitzgerald, which there's still people that are that are not going to give him credit. But I think as time goes on and you see if Mike Leach is here for the long term and you see other quarterbacks come through the system, I think you're going to appreciate Will Rogers and how he ran this offense a little more. So that does lead to the other question. What's the floor for Will Rogers this year? I mean, I mean, the floor could he is regress. It, do you, do you, yeah, he is could. It possible, he could, uh, and a lot of that is the offensive line. You know, if he's not getting the time he needs, specifically on the blind side, he's rushing passes out. Um, his percentage goes down. His interceptions go up. I think that that's, you know, I, I think that's a possibility. There's always a possibility that a player can regress. I think that I think that's definitely something that could happen. But I I think he's going to be able. To take that next step forward, I think he's he's going to show that he's he's progressing in this offense. We shall see. I, I think you know, like I said, five five k, doable. Forty touchdowns, doable. You know, and then that same completion percentage. And I mean, if that if he hits those numbers, all state has to do is be pretty good defensively, and yeah. they're they'll win at least eight games. Just, oh yeah, there's just no way around that. So. And 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 we believe that state's defense is going to be. Significantly better than last year, so it, I, I think that's very much a possibility. What do you think of these uh, new uniforms? Oh, I love them. Do you? I, you know, I think State does a better job on alternate uniforms than they do the original uniforms. What I will say is this: two things. First off, it seems to alternate. Remember the flying M's? Everybody loved those. Yeah. Last year, those all grays, those retro, nobody liked reverse those. retro. Yeah, that was an Adidas thing. Yeah, I think that these jerseys state had a lot of input. I think that's a Mississippi State thing. That when Adidas messes around with stuff, it's Mm -hmm. not good. It's funny how when when there's new uniforms or there's like a special uniform, either everybody loves it or everybody hates it. There's there's very little middle ground. I will say this: I am one of the few people. To me, the 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 size of the lettering on the jersey it looks like a basketball jersey to me. You don't like it? I, I'm not a huge fan. I like the helmet. Well, and I so, like the concept. I like what we're honoring there. But 
the, the jersey, I just doesn't work for me. So the jersey, the lettering mm-hmm. is the lettering that right. they had. No, I get it. And and the misstate is kind of a it's kind of crossing eras a little bit. Yeah. But I I believe that that was the jersey that they practiced in, mm-hmm. um, maybe like their last year. Yeah. And the MS, I think, was only worn on their helmet the, the last, last year. They wore the flying. And in. I think that it was a maroon helmet. If I'm oh, it would have definitely. We'll, Stay, have, to, we'll have to check yeah. with some of our experts that have the history. But yeah. the flying M was like from '66 to '71, mm-hmm. I think. And then yeah, one year. So the, they, the, the, the it's M. it's definitely like an inspired uniform. Mm-hmm. It's not the exact uniform. They've mm-hmm. they've taken some concepts of that era. I love it personally because there's a little there's a little hat tip to that misstate mm-hmm. that I'm really pushing for. Yeah. Um I love the clean look. I, yeah. I don't like all this stripes. Oh, I'm with you on that. I'm with the, you on the, that. The uh flying in was the same way. No stripes, just numbers and what, I, what, I, I want more of that. One other thing the state has done well these past years, something I'm a I'm a proponent of is you want those kind of uniforms on lesser games. Yeah. I don't. I don't want well, those. I don't want you wearing that uniform playing Texas A and M or Arkansas or Auburn. I want those against Bowling Green. Well, the gimmicky ones, I agree. But mm-hmm. like some of these, I would love to see for more games. I would love to see I the just, M over S. I mean, not the M over S. The um, the flying, the flying M. M more. Oh, I, I don't would, think we'll ever see it again. I would love to see that more. I would love to see this more. Mm. Uh, I would. I would love for these to be, if not permanent, in the rotation. Every now and then you pull them out. It feels like you know they get these these really good uniform concepts. And they never go back to, and them. they never go back. Yeah, and and then you go back to these. Everybody liked the one. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like the helmet, but the ones they wore for military appreciation. The uh, yeah, the Arkansas game in 2018. The great really uniform. Good. I thought they were they were solid. I just didn't like the helmet. That it says was a Mississippi across it. It was a bit much. Yeah, that was a that was a hat tip to Sonny Montgomery mm-hmm. and you know I get that, but yeah, that was a bit much. But everybody um, liked those jerseys. Everybody liked that. Yeah. You know, and I'm trying, what are they doing? Did they do anything in 2019? Though they, uh, I don't remember. Uh, well, they did the Egg Bowl. They did those uniforms. Oh yeah, they brought the gold helmet. Well, not the gold helmet. They had the uh, gold, they had gold piping accents. I like that. I'm a big fan of that. So. Yeah. I oh. mean, I just you know, I I really like these uniforms. I think they're I think they're sharp. I lo- I lo- I just love the sleek look. That's what I mentioned. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of all these stripes on the shoulder pads and all that stuff. Just the slick look is good for me. Yeah. Um, if they can take a little bit of this and put it into a new uniform with, um, you know, it don't have to be the the interlocking MSU on the helmet, but just something new. Yeah, I got you. Because I think the current uniforms are just kind of a little they're a little, drab. Me, a, little a little bland. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on into the second half of the show. It's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Who want to remind you that beef it is what's for dinner. I mean, if if you come home and your wife or your husband is saying, "Hey, I'm cooking steaks tonight," I mean, how happy are you? you I'm put happy. A, could put a bow on what might have been a really bad day. So, brighten your day with a steak. Cook that some gun, medium rare, a little salt, a little pepper, a little butter, a little garlic, and thyme. I mean, you don't need a whole lot. That's the beauty of beef is that it doesn't need a whole lot to be delicious. A lot the the cow does the work for you. So. Go grab a steak, grab some burgers, hit up your local meat markets, hit up your butcher, and remember that beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two brothers smoked meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Drove through the Cotton District today on my way to campus. I mean, I love the murals they've got down there. It's, it's it, Everything pops. It's bright. 
I can't wait to see that place on a game day filled with people. Yeah, those those new murals in front of Humble Taco are really cool. Yeah, they, little, are. The, the, they, the, they are. You know, they go all the way down. Really cool, and uh, they look great. City city is starting to come alive. You know, so I was on campus today, saw people uh, going around. I saw a girl today. By the way, I'm just bring this up. I'm driving to to the, to the hump for this press conference. And this girl, it's like the first day of school, right? Is that the first day of school? I, it's it's getting close. If it's not today, and you know, you, you want to put your best foot forward, right? Did try she to, fall? Try to make some friends. No, she was wearing a shirt that said "Old Miss Baseball." What? Like on day one, just walking to the classroom, everybody's like, "Well, I hate her." Did you berate her? No, I didn't say. I, just I saw past a guy her. yesterday at Restaurant Tyler wearing an Ole Miss shirt. Like, read the room, dude. Like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, I get that there are Ole Miss fans that go to Mississippi State, and you can be proud of it being an Ole Miss fan if you want. But on the first day of school, try to make a friend. Why don't you? Yeah, everyone's gonna hate you. Yeah, you walk in the classroom, and everybody's like, "Well, not talking to them." So, I'm just Self, saying, the self awareness there is very low. Very low. Very low. If she was on Madden. Her, her awareness level 31. would be like a, like a two. Ooh, that low. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not wrong. Well, hopefully she's aware that Two Brothers is the place to go. Go grab some great food and have a great time. Don't wear an old Miss shirt, though, at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Go to College Corner. Get yourself a brand new Mississippi State shirt. <laughs> great time. I'm sorry. Great products. Great service. I was excited on great times there at, at, at Two Brothers. But great products and great service is what every business promises. I can tell you that Advantage Business Systems delivers it. And I can tell you because they've been doing business for 47 years. Longer than I've been alive. That's a long time. i got a lot of gray in my beard, but they're still going strong over at Advantage Business Systems. So when you need technology for your business, copiers, printers, computers, laptops, you call Advantage Business Systems. And if something goes wrong, you call them again. And you're talking to somebody here in the state of Mississippi who's going to treat you like the neighbor that you are. The number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. I talked to Chris Jans earlier today. Uh, Robbie was there for the uh, the second half with Sam Purcell where he interrupted me. Well, it was an accident. I, I, thought, he, I thought he called on me, uh-huh. but he actually said Because Brian. Brian and Robbie sound just the same. Yeah, they do. What he said was, hey, fat guy with a beard, and you thought... It was me. He thought it was you, but he yeah. met the really fat guy. Um, <laughs> I'm medium sized. Yeah, you're, you're you're just tubby. I am full on portly. <laughs> uh, talking to Jans, you you could see that he's excited about his team, but I think he knows that this year one is going to be tough. I you know if this is a tournament team, that guy if if he takes this roster to the NCAA tournament. To me, that shows you that you should be super excited about the future because I just, I think they're going to be good. They'll be competitive. They'll play hard. They'll be more exciting to watch. But in terms of wins and losses, it's going to be tough because you don't have an alpha dog scorer to, to complement what to, Tolu Smith brings to the post unless somebody steps up. Now, could a guy like DJ Jeffries take a big step forward here in his last year at Mississippi State? I mean, possibly. He's certainly got the talent to do so. I think it's good that you have a true point guard on the roster now with Deshaun Davis. I think you've got some guys who can who can be better from behind the arc. You know, he was asked about that, and he said, his quote was, I was made well aware of our three-point shooting problems, basically. I mean, that was a... There were some I mean, big problems. Robbie talked about it every week, that the state just could not hit three-pointers last year. And I don't know, you know... How many guys on this roster can really shoot it? That's you know that's a good question. I, I think is that going to be is that going to Eric be, Reed was a good three point shooter yeah. last year. You no, know, is that going to be fixed this year? I, I, don't, I know. don't know. This is a much bigger job for Chris Jans than 
yeah. than a lot of people expected. It would have been a lot easier for him if either Iverson Molinar had decided to stay in school or if Isaiah Mosley had decided to come to Mississippi State. He's lacking that true go-to score. That, 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 I mean, this team just doesn't have one. So they're going to have to sort of piece it together. That said, I thought he was, you know, positive about the future and, uh, you know, very uh, very committed. He made an interesting point. He said, you know, when you talk to, to – when you're a new coach – I asked him about being a new coach and how do you recruit You know when you don't have a track record. And he's like, one of the things about being a new coach is when I recruit a high school kid, I'm like, I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, If you get somebody who's in the middle of their tenure, they could be gone in a year or two. Yeah. Me? I mean, you know if you're here four years, I'm going to be here with you because that's the way college basketball is and contracts and everything. I thought that was an interesting point from him. Um, obviously, the quote of the day was, Somebody, our, our friend Danny P asked him about Starkville. He said, "Well, outside of the humidity, it's been great." Thought that. Yeah, was I mean, other a great than quote. other than at nine a.m., already have swamp butt, and I can't breathe. So, somebody tweeted at me and said, "I always describe it as it's like being inside someone's mouth." Yeah, pretty it's much. Like, wow, that's a great point. Um, but Jan's very, uh, very energetic, uh, very excited about the future. And then there's uh, another level of energetic. And that's what Sam Purcell is. That, that you, no one can reach. Not only have you, uh, you not only were you at the press conference today, you are putting together a, a piece on him. Is that correct? Next week. Next week. Yes. I'll, I'll have more on that. More on the other details to come. Yeah. On Robbie uh, talking to Sam Purcell. I'm going to spend a little time with Sam, which okay. I did today. I was at Rotary Club mm-hmm. with him and then went into um, the press conference as well. And he did not come down his energy from Rotary to the press conference, which I thought, you know, maybe he would change a little bit uh, and and be, you know, come down a little bit with the media. No, no. he he was the uh, same, he was the same level. person. Yeah, and another guy. I mean, we talk. I mean, it, it does feel sort of cliched sometimes when you have an excited coach, but it does seem very natural for him. It seems like that's the way. You know, oh, that's how he is all the time. We're going to see an animated guy on the sidelines. I've had a, I've had several conversations with him, just you know, away from all that. I mean, he's he is the exact same all the time. I don't know how he ever gets any sleep or anything because he is just hyperactive. But yeah, he's he's going to be an exciting guy. He's probably going to be one of those that's kind of like how Vic Schaefer was at times. He's going to be animated on the sidelines. He's going to be jumping up and down. He's probably going to be waving his hands up. In the air and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He confirmed, uh, which I'm, I'm, I don't know if we've talked about this or not, but whenever that we were talking about the student section mm-hmm. moving, uh, yeah, they're moving the benches. I don't know if you knew that or not. Right, they're going the opposite side of the floor. And wanted to right. let people know about that if you didn't already know. the The benches will now be on the other side of the floor. Right. Uh, so you will, it'll look a little different mm-hmm. on on television. You'll see the the coach and the players and everything. On the on the bottom side of the screen, so that's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, but you know, I don't know if we really learn anything. He did say that uh, at Rotary, he said they were playing Georgetown mm-hmm. on the road, and they were playing uh, South Dakota State on the road. Let's go to that Georgetown game. We'll hang out with Ross Dellinger. And that'd be fun. Yeah, our I wouldn't mind going capital. to Washington. Let's go to our nation's capital. Um, so that he's, Robbie and I are going to drain the swamp. Let's go. Yeah, I have a few ideas. Yeah, I have um, a few. But yeah, we didn't really learn a ton. There, you know, season tickets are um, about to go on sale. Yeah, I guess. And what else? Everybody's coming along. I mean, th- there was really no 
Oh, not a whole lot of news. Yeah. But so good just good to talk to I those think, guys. When's I've the last said time we this. had a nice sit down yeah, it's been a long time. press conference, man? Um, it's been a long time. Uh I, I still believe that states women this year have a have a better chance to have a bigger season I agree. than the men. Well just having as, Hayes and Carter. Yeah. States are turning more, I think. Yeah. And they and they added some key pieces. And it's also, like I said, it's a little easier for this team to navigate and get in the NCAA tournament than I think the men's team because of the well, landscape of the see. college basketball. Hayes and Carter, the men just have and the Carter. Jordan. Yeah, the men just have the Carter. They, yeah. they have the post piece, yeah. but they don't have that perimeter score. So well, I agree you return Anastasia Hayes. Jessica Carter was all SEC before she mm-hmm. set out last year. Jaquela Jordan was very good last year, double-digit yeah. score. And they've added some... Carter was all freshman team yeah. before she got hurt. Yeah. So I mean, and then you've you've added several pieces that should be good role players. Right. Should be should be an interesting and a fun team to watch. I expect women's basketball will not be down for long uh, at yeah. Mississippi State. All right, let's jump into the count now. Let's let's wrap up here with our final uh, segment here and our one game. My clue yesterday was who gives a flip. So somebody's flipped. No, really? That's not what it's. That's not what it is. Is it a coin flip? It, it is not. Let me see. Okay, you know what? What, what do we? What? What? What is the uh, the answer here? Well, I'm gonna see if I can't make it work here. On the uh, as far as a. Uh, it's not going to be Wayne Mack and doing the helicopter flip at LSU because they lost that game, and it's not going to be Dak. Prescott doing basically the same thing because mm-hmm. they lost that game too against Ole Miss. Right. So let me see if I can't make it happen here for us. Here we're we're gonna we're gonna try uh, something here. What are we trying? We're just gonna try something. Just calm down. It'll be all right. Nothing to be overly. Uh... Hurry up! Sorry, just calm down here. All right, let's see if this works. If it doesn't, I'll just say it. Okay. Wide open. DeCenzo Miller. He fell down. Over the middle. Touchdown, Mississippi State. Matt Butler. Are you kidding me? Auburn. Auburn. 99. I thought I had the MSU uh, feed on this. It's famous for me, anyway, for John Carrero. They go down to John Carrero, and he says, there's going to be a penalty for celebration, but who gives a flip? Oh, so I wouldn't even think about that. That's where I was going with that. So, yes, today's game, the number uh, 11 game on our countdown, Mississippi State 18, Auburn uh, 16 from the 1999 season, the first of the four comeback wins that year. And in my opinion, even more so than the Egg Bowl, this was was the most improbable one. State down 16-3 to in the fourth quarter. Matt Wyatt leads a huge comeback. Uh, hits C.J. Sermones for a touchdown. Uh State gets a defensive stop. Auburn decides to take a safety to make it a 16 to 12 game. Uh, and then the sequence, the next, the next sequence is always interesting to me because Auburn does the free kick with Damon Duvall, who, as you know, one of the best legs in the history of the SEC. The guy could crush the ball. Normally, a free kick, you're hoping you get the ball about the 30. Mm-hmm. And he kicks it all the way down to about the 15 yard line. But Pig Prather. And, and I've talked to Matt a few times about this game. He, in his opinion, this is the biggest play of the game. Breaks off a return to get out close to midfield. And what he always says this, because it sets up the next play, that he's described it as they ran three guys on a Hail Mary, and then they ran Terrell Grindle just running across the middle. And he says, if we're on like the 50, or like the 20, 
if we're on R20, they're not going to respect that play because they know I can't throw it 80 yards. But I can throw it 50 yards. So they have to respect the deep ball there. And what it does is it allows Grendel to be open. He hits him coming across the middle, and he takes it down to about the 12. Incomplete on first and second down. And then on third down, he finds Matt Butler uh, right in the middle of the end zone. I don't know how you fit fit the ball on there either. If you go back and watch the replay... It's, it should have been intercepted. The, the, the Auburn defensive back just mistimes himself. And give credit to Matt Butler there because that's a situation where a guy is cutting across you right when the ball gets there. Could have very easily. And it, it sort of. And if you heard the beginning of that, that they talk about Desenzo Miller, the previous play, Miller is wide open in the end zone. Wyatt sees him, throws him the ball, and he just falls down. Falls down going into the end zone and can't catch the ball. So it all sort of balanced itself out. State should have won. You're thinking way. at that point, Oh, this is the most Mississippi State ending of all time. You had to do wide I've talked open about it many times. Falls down. I went to this game. Our tickets were in the upper deck, and I have a just an awful fear of heights. I can't. I can't deal with heights. So after about two minutes up there, I was like, "The hell with this." So I just went down to the ramp uh, in the end zone there, and I just stood on the ramp the whole game. It was me and then another friend of mine who I ran in, who was coming up. He saw me. He's like, "I'll just stay here with you." So we watch the game, and you know it's it's terrible. This is awful. State's just getting, and that's not a good Auburn team either. That's mm-hmm. Tuberville's uh, his first year at Auburn. And so when they go up sixteen to three, my friends come down, and they see they see it, they're on the ramp. And they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go." And I was like, "Let's see what happens. If we if we could do something on this possession, we got a chance, right?" And then you, and then the rest happens from there. And I'll never forget when when Butler scored. I mean, people were just going berserk. Yeah. There on the uh, the ramp, it was a lot of fun. Was there was this the the largest comeback before last year against Auburn? So they're down. I don't think that's right because it's only down thirteen. There's another comeback in there that I'm not maybe sure. The, what it is. Maybe it's the largest fourth quarter comeback. Maybe, maybe. But even you know, if you said, I remember this one a little more fondly. Maybe it's because I was there than last year. Than last year, I don't know why that is. But it, well, it might just be you know that. The play was so dramatic. It was really something. So, but last year, I mean, the more you think about it, that was just incredible. A lot of fun like to, to to come back from down twenty eight to three or whatever. Oh it yeah, was. yeah. But of course, this this game, you know, part of the undefeated start that year, uh, and then this was sort of the game where to go on you know, the week before that they had gone to Vanderbilt and won. And you're like, well, that's Vanderbilt. Who cares? To go to to Auburn and come back and win like that, you knew that you were in store for a special season, and it ended up being one. They were going to go ten and two. On the air, so also Dave Neal has called more iconic Mississippi State moments than anyone. When you're, when you're the 11 a.m. Jack guy? Crystal and then Dave Neal. Dave Neal, it's number two, no question. Jim Ellis is third. Yeah, uh, for football for sure. So that's number 11 on the countdown. Mississippi State 18, Auburn 16, 1999. Uh, tomorrow, uh, let's see. Let me get a, a good one here. Down come the goalposts. That could be could be a few games, but we'll we'll see games. what it is tomorrow. All right, guys. Also, tomorrow's the rumblings, so get your questions in, and we will uh, we will be happy to answer them. And Robbie, if you want to fire off that tweet, we will make it happen. And uh, yeah, back tomorrow, guys. Have a great Tuesday, Robbie. And I'll be back with you on Wednesday for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.